It's a dog cast, episode number 87. Fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 87. It is your award winning internet number one on the internet, the Georgia Bulldog Football Podcast, your source for Bulldog Talk on the Web. Me and Old Dog here in the bunker, six floors down underneath Sanford Stadium. Old Dog, we finally got a week off, man. Have you enjoyed resting up and not really having to get? ready for a game this weekend. I tell you what, it's been a long time in coming, and it does feel good just to be able to kick back and watch everyone else play and not have to worry. Hey, I tell you this, you know, I was thinking about this. I was talking to some friends this week in Athens over at the Blind Pig, and, you know, they were saying all season long we've been waiting on an open date. Man, wish we had an open date. We need an open date. We need an open date. And now, after the big win at Auburn last week, now we've got the open date. It feels like now, you know, after that game we had at Auburn, some people are saying, I wish we didn't even have an open date. I don't want an open date now. I want to play this week. We're hot. We got our motor running, you know. I don't even want an open date. We needed an open date three or four weeks ago. Now, I don't even care about the open date. What do you think about that? Well, I think those people are absolutely crazy. (laughs) And those folks have been saying, I wish we had an open date. I wish we had an open date. Should have been saying, I wish we had offensive linemen. I wish we had offensive linemen. I wish we had receivers that could catch. I wish we had receivers that could catch. Hey, let me tell you something. Our receivers, man, they did great in the Auburn game. You know what I mean? They did. Let's quit. They did. They stood up. They stood up and let's pray. Let's drop to our knees on this. Let's take this time on our open day to get a good to get a good rest on Saturday. Go to church on Sunday. Drop to your knees and pray. That last Saturday was not a fluke, and that our receivers actually will continue to catch the ball, that our offensive line will continue to block, and our defense will continue to play with heart. I'm telling you, that's what I, I pray that prayer every day, I think. And next week, it's Thanksgiving. We can give Thanksgiving. Let's give thanks for the massacre on the plains, and let's pray that it wasn't a flash in the pan. But uh, I tell you what, in other here's something other news, dog fans. Just kind of looking ahead, we've got our, you know we played 11 games in a row this year, old dog, without an open date. Now we got the open date. We got Georgia Tech coming up next year. We finally are going to match our Gator, our Gator friends to the south, and have an open date ahead of Jacksonville next year. Did you know that? Next year, our open date is scheduled ahead of the Florida game for the first time, and I don't know when. Florida always gets an open date before us. And and next year, I know, next year we get to match them on that. So I am really excited about having an open date ahead of Jacksonville next year when we take it to the uh, Urban Meyer, you know, in Jacksonville. But well, let's um, not get ahead of ourselves. I know, I know. I'm getting a little ahead of ourselves. We've got to take care of business here against Georgia Tech, the nerd. 
uh, the trade school from Atlanta coming up next weekend. Old Dog, we had some good practices this week. And news out of Athens for everybody who wants to know. You know, there's a lot of news about Craig Lumpkin, Danny Ware. You know, they both had ankle injuries. They were kind of gimpy after the Auburn game. I'm go- I'm happy to report, regardless of what the Atlanta Constitution has to say about it, you know, Lumpkin, Craig was at the practice yesterday. He was kind of held out, and they were saying it was because he was gimpy and all that kind of stuff. That's not why he was held out. It was pouring down rain. Field conditions were poor. There's no reason to practice Lumpkin and wear in those kind of field conditions. And Coach Rick made a smart decision, I think, to keep those kids out and let them get the most of their bye week. Craig Lumpkin, Danny Ware, they're both going to be fine. They're both going to be 100% for the Georgia Tech game. Also, Mario Raley. Held out of practice, but I agree. I think he's also word out of Athens is Mario Raley's going to be fine for the Georgia Tech game. Also, old dog, you know Georgia Tech, uh, Georgia Tech Georgia game is going to be the 3:30 game on CBS next Saturday. CBS did pick us up, so this weekend they got the Iron Bowl between Auburn and Alabama. Next weekend, Thanksgiving weekend, Georgia Georgia Tech. Man, I'm pretty excited about that CBS coverage. What do you think about uh, having CBS in town for that game? I'm, I'm glad we got the 3.30 game, and it will certainly give us a chance to showcase Athens and uh, the team. And like I say, off of that big win against Auburn, uh, it's awfully nice not to be on the Lincoln Financial Network. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm telling you what, I, do not, I don't like playing. I'd rather be playing on ESPN or CBS than Lincoln Financial. Um, no doubt about it. But now, do you think that they are really there for us, or do you think they're there to see – the the single-handed God's gift to defensive coordinators in Tanunu. John Tanunu. Tanunu. I tell you what, the reason they're there is just because they like to say Tanunu. I swear. Right, and, if, and you know, unlike unlike your other drinking game, if you really want to get drunk quick, <laughs> take, take a swig every time one of these lame-ass announcers talks about how great John Tanunu is and how wonderful his game plan is. Oh, John Tanunu, his game plan. His Oh, it's so good. I just love, they're in love with Tanunu. And I tell you what, if you take a shot every time they put a circle on Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, the greatest receiver who ever played the game, the greatest receiver who's ever walked on the field, you know, what's he got, like three career catches against the dogs or something? I mean. It, it, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's I ridiculous. Mean, just just so much hype. It's almost it's almost as bad as John Gruden getting all the press for making funny faces on the sideline. I tell you what, it it's just there it's a love affair with John Tanunu, Tanunu, Tanunu and it, Calvin it's Johnson. Sick. It's uh, sick. I tell you what. I think those fellows at tech are using their knee pads for a lot more than uh, just playing football. <laughs> Easy old dog. Man, you come <laughs> coming hard on on the nerd her tonight, dude. Hey. Hey, I'm I tell old you what, school, baby. There's no one I hate more than Tech. I tell you, man. Speaking of speaking of bringing it hardcore, man. Coach Rick was pretty fired up in his uh, press conference this week. You know, he did the Sunday night thing. He did the Tuesday press conference, and uh, I kind of want to get your thoughts on some of the things he said because, as you know. Everybody who listens to the Dogcast knows that I have a huge man crush on Coach Rick. I think Coach Rick's a great coach. I really am always in his corner, and I pretty much never badmouth the guy. And I, you know, I totally support him at all times. And this week, 
you know, after the big Auburn win, everybody's back on the bandwagon. Everybody's everybody's his friend again. But, you know, they came right out of the gate at the press conference asking him about getting rid of his offense coordinator, firing Neil Calloway, and more importantly, handing over play-calling duties. And Coach Rick said, you know, I guess that's just a nice way of saying you've had your time, it's time to move on when it comes to play calling, you know. But Coach Rick brought up the fact that they, we've won 44 games in the last four years. And he said if he turns over play calling duties, he said it was something he looks at, something he evaluates every year, more than once a year. I mean, during the season, at the end of the season, it's something they talk about with the whole staff. And uh, he's going to always make the decision that's uh, in the best interest of the program. But he said, you know, He's going to keep calling the plays if it's you know if it's okay with the media. I mean, and he was pretty punchy about it. I kind of liked it, man. He was showing a little fire, and I thought it was pretty cool. But um, you know, I know. Well, I think that. Well, that that's good, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that play calling. I mean, you know, the fact that uh, we've got a bunch of drop passes that because of the drop passes, people are stacking the box on us. I mean, you know, Coach Rick hadn't forgotten how to call plays. He's been calling some good plays. We just need to execute on the plays. But, uh, you know, one does not overshadow the other. And, uh, you know, you can't combine the two since Neil Calloway has this, you know, title of offensive coordinator, although most people think of the offensive coordinators actually, you know, calling the plays and setting the offense. Neil Calloway, offensive coordinator, is solely responsible for the offensive line and quite frankly has done a miserable ass job and does need to hit the bricks. But we're not going to get into, you know, calling out coaches too much until after the season and then we will have our who needs to go show. Right. I mean, I know your beef with Neil Calloway has nothing to do with play calling or the way the offense is run, but it's more about offensive line, offensive line recruitment, offensive line development, and stuff like that, you know. Right. But, but you're and right. I understand if we need a play caller, Jeff Bowden will be available at the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Jeff Bowden, a good old Florida State boy. Um, I know Coach Rick is, is good friends with Coach with uh, with Coach Bowden's son. I mean, you know, they're both Coach Bowden, I guess. But anyway, um, you know, they asked Coach Rick what what happened in the Auburn game, why he, what he thought the key to the victory was in the Auburn game. He said, well, we didn't have any throws into coverage. We didn't have any drop passes. We didn't have any fumbles. I mean, you know, Coach Rick is steady on ball security, which has been a pretty much well, a hallmark. Well, and, and not of, only that, but I tell you, I, I think he missed probably – one of the keys, and it was the first time in a long time the defense has played an entire game with heart. With heart uh, and passion. You know, we, saw, we saw a few sparks of it. Uh, you know, we saw we really saw what they could do second half against Florida, yeah. you know, when they stood up. And it was, uh, you know, unfortunately just, you know, not enough. But it was really from, from the start to finish, you know, the defense played like they really gave a damn. Yeah, well, and, uh, look at Ray Gant. You know, my, my hat's off to him. Yeah, mine is too, because we, we called Ray Gant out. I mean, Ray Gant got on my hit list for saying that Vanderbilt and Kentucky wanted it more than us. It was clear in the Auburn game that the Auburn offense did not want it more than the Georgia defense did, and that's the kind of effort that we've been looking for. That's the kind of effort we need. That's what we've been waiting on. Well, that's and the, the Georgia kind of effort we should have every week. Absolutely. Absolutely. No matter who we play, be it be it a number five ranked Auburn or be it a number one hundred and seventeen ranked uh, 
Colorado Vanderbilt. or Vanderbilt. Yeah. Well, let's talk about one more thing. Uh, dog fans, uh, everybody may not know this, but old dog, I want to get your thoughts on this because I think we kind of maybe disagree about this, but. You know, there's been some word around town that, you know, next Saturday, next Saturday is Senior Day. And the word about town is that there's a possibility that Joe Tereshinsky might get what you might call a symbolic or a ceremonial start. Maybe get a series or two at the beginning of the Georgia Tech game to kind of uh, finish up his career at Georgia and kind of pay him back on Senior Day. And... um I know you're kind of a uh, you're not a fan of that idea, are you? Well, no, because we are we're not the type of team that has a series or two to waste. Uh, you know, Stafford has proved he can move the team. Uh, you know, this I just don't see any reason for it. Uh, Tereshinsky's been good uh, for the program. He's been around, but there are a lot of guys that have been around for four or five years. You know, if hung out, if wanted to be a dog. If we need to get him on the field, let's put him back there as the personal punt protector, you know, like he has been in the past. We don't need to waste a series with somebody down back there, a quarterback, that, uh, you know, obviously is not the number one guy. Well, I got to tell you, I was kind of in favor of the Cherishinsky ceremonial start until I, until I heard your argument. But really, hearing you put it like that, I mean, you're right. We really don't have a series to waste, especially with the new rules this year. Like Coach Rick has said, you know, Auburn only had 37 offensive plays this last week. The new rules are cutting into our offensive time. You know, we're, uh, teams are getting a lot less time with the ball. There's a lot less time to make offensive plays in the game. And you're right. We don't have any offensive plays to spare. No, I mean, we're we're not an offensive juggernaut that, you know, can score it well. And uh, we don't need to waste any offensive play. Well, you know, speaking of senior day, I want to make a point. It is senior day, and it's a day that all the seniors are going to get out there. If you're going to be in Athens for the game, I want to encourage everybody to get to their seats early. Senior day is one of my favorite days of the year. I love cheering for those guys that have been there for four, sometimes five years, putting their heart into the program. I think senior day is an important part of the program. It's important for recruits. It's important for us to support those guys and send them out as winners, you know. So, and I think most of them want to see red towels waving. Oh, yeah, the red towels are huge. Everybody wants to see the red towels. It's very important. Um, manufactured tradition by Michael Adams. But anyway, for those of you new listeners, you know, we're not a big fan of the red towels here at the Dogcast. It's a, it's a manufactured tradition, and we don't really believe in manufactured traditions. They're traditions for a reason. You can't just invent a tradition. But... Um, Old dog, did you see Mark Bradley this week in the Atlanta Constitution? Surprise, surprise, Mark Bradley says that Georgia has no chance to win this game. He says there's no way that Georgia Tech loses this game. What do you think about Mark Bradley and his prediction, man, down there at the urinal and constipation? I I think he's an idiot and has been for a long time. But I'm sure, like most of the media, he's hyped up in the fact that, you know, Chan Gailey is a wonderful coach. They've got God's gift to defensive coordinators, and they've got the greatest receiver ever to play the game. Calvin Johnson. I mean, you know, Calvin how Johnson. in the world, you know, I mean, you know, this is a team, I mean, let's look at it. This is a team that hung seven points on North Carolina. <laughs> how in the world are we going to compete with them? Hey, they were at Chapel Hill, mind you, seven points, baby, against the lame duck John Bunting up there in Chapel Hill. 
you Georgia know. Tech, they're 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 a juggernaut. I don't see how we're going to be able to stop them. I mean, Calvin Johnson, he's out of control. He's the best he's the best receiver that's ever played the game. There's no doubt about it. You know, I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. And I mean, we all know the Journal Constitution is a is a puppet of tech. It's you know, a mouthpiece play up for the that. program and, of tech. Uh, you know, there's really no reason to read it. <laughs> all right, listen, dog fans, we're going to take a quick break. Um, I got some break music coming up. I know, and when we get back from the break, I want to talk about break music because we've had a couple of guys call in wanting to know about break songs, old dog. Oh, that'll be exciting. I know. I know you like my break music. I know Lum Purvis. Lum Purvis loves the break music. He loves when I play like some crazy kind of rap or something like that. But um, anyway, let's take a little break, dog fans. We'll be right back after a little intermission music, a little soothing. Maybe we'll play some Johnny Mathis just for you, old dog. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate this air to go around saga. Gotta launder my karma.
Old Dog fans, we are back from the break. Old Dog, did you hear that Mikey Henderson has been named as a finalist for the Randy Moss Return Award? The guy who most exemplifies the Randy Moss punt return style. The Randy Moss Return Award. What do you think about that, man? What's the most disturbing well, I, I, I thing? i tell you what. That, that ranks right up there with the defensive award, you know, the Tupac bullet stopping. Award. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, give me a damn break <laughs> that you've got some, you know. Can you believe there's idiot, an award named idiot after Randy, Randy Moss? Randy Moss, you know, that, you know, they've got an award named after him. That is, you know, that's as bad as all the damn bowl games that are out there. It is absolutely ridiculous. I tell you, if I'm Mikey Henderson, I, I mean, there may be some money involved or something. I'm not sure I want to win the the Randy Moss Award. I mean, I would not. I would not want my name associated with Randy Moss under any circumstance. The I play when I feel like it, Randy Moss. I tell you, right. I'm not sure I'd want to win that award. Um, all right, old dog. We got something. A couple new things. Well, two. Yeah, the Randy Moss Team Spirit Award. <laughs> The Randy Moss Locker Room Spirit Award. Right. But, all right, listen up, old dog. I got a trivia question, and this week we've got a giveaway on the show. Dogcast listeners, dog fans, Bulldog Nation everywhere, we've got a giveaway this week. Old dog, we're going to give away our Buck Blue megaphone that we got down in Jacksonville. Dog fans, oh, we... Man, the- the precious Buck Baloo megaphone? The precious Buck Baloo megaphone. For any of you guys that ever wanted anything to sit on your desk, we've got a little megaphone that they were giving away outside the stadium down at Altel in Jacksonville. It's a maybe about eight inches tall. It's a red Georgia megaphone, and we got it signed by Buck Baloo. Not only will the winning the the winner get the megaphone, but you also get a stunning four by six color photo of me and Old Dog there with Buck Baloo at the and game. Buck. And yeah, Buck's in the picture while he's signing the megaphone. So that's your your little certificate of authenticity. And well, Buck was and, and well, Buck was signing. What were we talking about? I we were talking about offensive line. We, I know. Old Dog, you guys should have seen it. Old Dog's like, hey, I, I talking about some offensive linemen. And Buck Blue's like nodding his head, you know, like I'm pretending to listen to Old Dog. Man, Buck Blue's talking, talking about their family because that's how much a quarterback cares about his offensive linemen. It all 20 started. years, 26 years after the fact, the man knows what his offensive linemen are doing and how many children they fathered. I'm telling you, there's no doubt about it. Off, everything starts on a football field with offensive and defensive line. There's no doubt about it. And this true story, Buck Ballou did bring up and start talking about his offensive linemen and what their family was doing and things like that. But this week, we've got our trivia question, old dog. For our, Here's what we're going to do. If you know the answer to this trivia question, you can email in your answer. You can email it to dogcast at gmail.com. You can call it in to the phone line, to the DogCast comment line at 706-534-1516. Or, you, I mean, that, those are the two ways to get your answer in. What we're going to do is we're going to take all the winning entries and we're going to put them in a hat. We're going to write everybody's name down who gives us a winning answer. 
okay? We're going to put them in a hat, and we're going to draw out the winner. And then we'll notify the winner by email, okay? Or we'll just say it on the show or whatever. So if you want the Buck Baloo megaphone, complete with the photograph of me and Old Dog with Buck Baloo, you need to answer this question and get your answer in. Old Dog, here's the question. When was the last time that Georgia beat Georgia Tech when Georgia was not ranked and Georgia Tech was ranked? That's the trivia question, old dog. Tell me, oh, man. tell me when. When was the last time that an unranked Georgia team beat a ranked Tech team? What do you think, man? Do you think anybody's got the answer to that? That's a tough question, huh? Holy cow. I don't know. You'd have to go back a long, long way. You're going to have and to now, study. What's, what's the deadline on that? The deadline is Sunday night. You've got to have your entry in. You've got to have your answer in to be considered for drawing. You've got to have your answer in by 8 o'clock Sunday night. So, 8 p.m. Now, is that Eastern Standard Time? Yes. For all of our listeners in Oxford and Australia, that is Eastern Standard Time, U.S., New York City, Atlanta, Georgia time. So um, all you worldwide listeners, that's the time. 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I, t- I tell you what, I think we all throw it out to Greenwich Mean Time. No, no, no. That, that can I mean, because that is the standard. That's what all time is based on. <laughs> it's way too complicated for me, old dog. I have no idea okay. what Greenwich Mean Time right, is right. compared to New York City. It's five hours ahead, I think, but I'm not sure. But anyway, that's the trivia question. When was the last time an unranked Bulldog team beat a ranked tech team? That's the trivia Man. question. Email your answer. One. Call your answer in to get the Buck Baloo. And we might have something else, too. Old Dog, we've got some more giveaways. We've got some more player autographs from the current team. So we've got some, uh, some other autographs coming well, up we later. Might have the... some more, we might have some more questions. Don't, don't, go, don't go shooting your whole load on this one question. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm giving you a taste for later, Dog fans. All right. So um, that's pretty much Sounded it. Sounded like now. you were ready. It sounded like you were ready to load up some more prizes. No, no. No more prizes. That's one question, one prize this week. Now, listen, here's something else we got for you, dog fans. For you, the guys that have not been in the stadium this year, before every game, they play this awesome video. You know, they have the solo trumpet up there in the stands, and then Larry Munson comes on and says, glory, glory to old Georgia, and they're showing all the old footage and stuff. It's the stadium video. If you've been to a game this year, you've seen this video. If you haven't been to a game, you may not have seen it exclusive for DogCast listeners this week. We're going to have that video. you got to go to the website to see it. you got to go to DogCast.com or DogCast.net to see it. But we're going to have that video embedded right in the show notes this week. And, old dog, as a bonus, we're going to have another video embedded also. It's about a seven-minute long, really cool recap of the Georgia-Auburn game. It's got a little Guns N' Roses music behind it, and I'm telling you, it's cool. If you didn't get to see the Auburn game, if you're, let's say, you're in Australia, and you only got to see the one play where Trey Battle... Let's say you were dead and have come back to life. <laughs> let's say you're in Australia, and you only got to see the one play where Trey Battle dives into the end zone. If that's the only highlight you saw, go to dogcast.com. We've got a seven-minute video. Pretty much every important play in the entire game is in that little video. It's a very good video. So we got two videos for you to see on the website this week. 
Old Dog. It's a big week for DogCast.com, baby. But, There's no um, doubt about it. I tell you, you know, and even though the team is resting on the off week, the dog cast is not. The dog cast bringing, is not. Bringing one improvement after another. It won't be too long before we're in high def. <laughs> I'm not sure anybody wants us in high def, old dog. No. But, uh, yeah, we've got a trivia question for autographed merchandise this week. we got two videos, web exclusives on the website this week. Big week for the dog cast. I tell you what, we appreciate you guys listening. Old Dog, what else you got, man, before we sign off this show? Well, i tell you I tell you what I'd like to do. You know, along with the trivia contest, I think something that would be fun, let's email, I mean, because we do have an off week. There's not going to be a whole lot to talk about on the next show except, you know, kind of ridicule and tech. So let's come in along with the answer to your trivia question. Let's, you know, get your best tech joke. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, you know, something like, you know, what do you call a tech cheerleader with two brain cells? Pregnant. <laughs> you know, wow. stuff like that. You know, Old that's dog. so hard. You are a yeah. comic genius, dude. That's <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I tell you what. But you know, let's you know, you know, let's get let's get some let's get some good tech jokes on. Uh, you know, voicemail them in. We'll be happy to play them. If you don't want your voice on the dog cast, afraid someone might hear you. Email it in and we'll read it for you. Absolutely. So there you go, dog fans. On that professional comedy note, we're going to wrap this show up. Um, that's it for this week. It's a bye week. You guys just rest up, players. You guys rest up, study your game plan. We got uh, just a few more days before we wrap this thing up with the nerd herd from the trade school on North Avenue. So rest well, dogs. We'll see you guys next week. Get your trivia question answers in, and uh, we'll be back early next week with our Georgia Tech pregame show. Go dogs! Hey, guys. I was just uh, calling to see if y'all could either send out a message with the uh, um, break music that you've been doing, uh, in specific the uh, Mississippi State and uh, this past week for Auburn. I uh, just want to see what they were, see if I can download it get on my computer. Appreciate it, guys. Hey guys, it's Derek. I'm back real quick. I want to answer that guy's question. Um, thanks for calling in and asking. Listen, the music that we used in the Mississippi State intermission, the pregame show for Mississippi State, the intermission music, was a special song that I pulled off the net. Uh, that's not downloadable anywhere. If you email me, I can probably clip that and send you an MP3 file of it. The music that we used last week in the Auburn game break was a song called Remember the Name by Fort Minor. It's really popular on ESPN, CBS, they, everybody's using it now. And the song we played tonight in the break is a song called Battle Flag by the Low Fidelity All-Stars. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. Thanks for being interested in the show. As usual, we appreciate all of our listeners. I really appreciate your support and your feedback. You guys can call us anytime with a question, suggestion, break music, whatever, at 706-534-1516. Or you can just email us at dogcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. It, you know, we have listeners all around the world, and everybody loves It's just one little community we got here, and I like to keep it tight. You guys, thanks for listening. Give them hell, dogs.